All right, welcome back to the More Than Different podcast with your co-hosts, Brendan and Colin McNamara. Do you notice anything different today? That's all right now. We better start getting some viewers on YouTube after this. I hope so. I hope so. I hope for our audio listeners on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, hopefully it's coming in even clearer. If you're in your car on your way to work, on your way to school, on the bus, whatever it is, it should be coming in crispy. And if you're on YouTube, well, you're getting a good look at the side-by-side of the two faces of more than different. Uh, This ain't Zoom anymore, see? No. No, and what I what I will recommend is is for the viewers to find the biggest monitor, the biggest screen in the house, and project this sucker up there. Uh, it's probably going to be you know your weekly fix of uh, you know a couple of your two favorite co-hosts uh, on the biggest screen in your house with the crispest, uh, the most crisp, crispest, no, cri- crispiest, the, mo- the crispiest. Jeez, it's been a while since we've been podcasting. <laughs> uh, the crispiest. Uh, audio and podcast uh, yeah, in the region, so it's nice to be back with a uh, you know a new setup. Some might say it is. It is. Listen, the Zoom did the job for for some time, and and those are going to be special to look back on because they're all on YouTube going back. I think we've done almost almost forty episodes, maybe even more, going back to all our guests. I believe forty five, if I'm not mistaken. They're all on YouTube. All all gritty done via zoom and they get the job done and then we get the audio we extract that put it on apple podcast spotify but listen how you do anything is how you do everything and if we want to run a tight ship people see us with the zoom videos on our instagram it just doesn't look legit so shout out to cmac for the birthday gift but a great brand investment as well so uh checked off two boxes just as good as i could have hoped for you were pumping it up and i was like what the hell did he he fucking get me a lottery ticket or what well normally it's you know a classic pair of basketball shoes maybe a nice (laughs) shirt you know something like that um last year we went to the Celts warriors game yeah wow that was fun overtime thriller i'm pretty sure it was it was yeah but then uh yeah, then the Celts got better and the ticket prices soared. <laughs> One out of my price range. But then I figured, you know, if, if we need to, if we're going to be more consistent, if we're going to take this seriously, if we're going to have people take us seriously, right? And and I think kind of coming to the understanding that time's ticking here and, you know, this company's not getting any younger. And no. I think this is kind of the you know, the obstacle on the road, it's like, are we going to keep being, you know, so-and-so the laughing stock of Zoom pods or, <laughs> or are we going to level up and try and really, really take this thing uh, to the next level? Because, Brennan, like you said. How you do anything is how you do everything. Bang. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think I think this is the this is a step in the right direction for us is what needed to happen. And I think it's is only going to level us up and as far as how serious we take this brand and, yeah. and, and kind of and the, the level of priority with which this is uh, going to be for us yeah this is going to be awesome for our podcast experience for listeners uh for future guests although we don't have a third one yeah right? well yeah we're gonna have to invest in another one listen but that, that's neither here nor there no, because we could always get a guest there. on zoom uh and we stay here 
in person. But this is this is special. This is only gonna heighten our motivation to get in get in on these, make them consistent. Um, and so I'm I'm thrilled in this investment. It's gonna have a great ROI, as they say. I can already feel our, our chemistry kind of shooting through the roof with this setup. You know yeah, I, mean? I think it's better. The Zoom, it's, it, you know. The, the Zoom was tough to talk over tough. you, dude. It was tough to get you to sit No, there. no, you especially. This guy, C-Mac, I mean, it came to a crossroads where it said, yo, buddy, do I need to get someone else to do the pod with? I mean, what are we doing here? And sure enough, the kid turns around and says, hold my beer and goes and invests in some some high-quality podcast equipment. And um, C-Mac, you're, you're, you're here to stay, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's about, like, going out and getting the – just say, hey, you know, we stink at something or we're not taking it serious enough. Let's just go out and buy the most expensive things in the world. Obviously, these are not the most expensive podcast uh, setup. There's a, there's a lot higher quality, a little more, a lot more professional level um, packages, I should say. Um, but I think it was the fact that this is something we're passionate about and we, we want to keep pursuing it. And I think in order to really take it to the next level, this had to happen. So um, I think it's, it's, it's a lot about just our mind, our mindset shifting and saying, all right, we're starting to actually invest um, – a lot into this and putting you know some serious a money on the table resources on the table and you know now it's about how far can we take it from here right now it's like we have we have the setup we have everything we need let's see what we can do with it right so you know shout out to the viewers i think this is gonna improve your uh you know taste for more than different so uh, you know, follow, hey, for all the people that have been watching us and listening to us on Zoom. Yeah, you get this is for you guys. And, and it's okay to join the bandwagon now because, listen, I don't blame you seeing those Zoom thumbnails. Um, oh, <laughs> you know, dude. that, you know, it's funny. Is so when I, uh, when I go through for people who don't upload on YouTube, YouTube gives you, and specifically with a Zoom, so I'll go and edit it in our little editing system. Um, and then you put the final video through the YouTube, it uploads. It gives you three options <laughs> for the thumbnail based off what the what's generated through what's shown in the video. So you got three, you have a hope that one of them is decent and most of the time they're all right, but you know, sometimes there ends up being some some odd face being made by one of the two of us because there's just a dearth of options but now with with this new setup it's just gonna yeah i think this i think look this i think this has to be our default setup too for like people remember us for this background and i i already have some ideas on how to deck yeah this i mean it needs up. a little more body behind no, it but that's the thing like you start with the base yeah the next thing you know by year you know year end of year one we gotta have this thing decked out I, right like, I already have some ideas in mind. I actually, you know, this kind of brings up a good little tidbit I had. Recently, I went off on a limb. Uh, Brennan started his college basketball season this year. Kicked off about a week ago. Um, first off, actually, didn't even forgot to mention, New Mac Offensive Player of the Week averaging 30 a night. Um, career high 39 last Friday. 
Uh, I didn't even touch 30 in college. So that's, uh, you know, that's big time. And yeah, that builds a lot of confidence and confidence I think is everything in my opinion, uh, on top of the work and the skill, but Brennan had a game on Tuesday. I missed it. Normally go to all the games against Tufts just because it's such a local game and a battle every year. Um, decided to take my talents to a local makerspace called Artisan's Asylum. Um, so I went with one of my friends and I t- kind of took a chance on, you know, just spanning my knowledge and my interests um, into other kind of areas of manufacturing, considering my backgrounds in mechanical engineering. Um, and I was like, hey, just thinking business ventures or thinking just being able to get out there, experience new environments and people and, and the way, um, obviously learn about the way things work, way things are made. I took a plasma cutting class. So now, you know, you're looking at an expert in, in, in plasma cutting 101. Uh, but I left there last night with uh, this gem right here. I don't know if people can see, but wow. this is, you know, classic 1018 mild steel plasma cut. 14 gauge um so this is my little tidbit side business if anyone needs any signs for the holidays feel free to hit me on the side i'll be able to make some uh some sweet stuff for you now i say all that brennan to say i think hobbies are a pretty important factor in life you know what i mean yeah absolutely hobbies are paramount to living a to one not driving yourself crazy doing one thing and to um, just maintaining some good balance and staying curious. You got to stay curious. You got to have different things you like doing, different challenges that um, work different muscles, whether it be physically, mentally, exactly. emotionally. So I'm with you on that, especially being in the season, back playing, forget how much like the game days uh, it consumes you. You know, you get the performance anxiety and you love it, but like today we had an off day, and naturally I've been thinking about you know our game yesterday. It took a tough tough loss to Tufts. They were a great team, um, but you try to you got you got to get a step away sometimes and, and find some other things you're interested in or things you got to do, uh, and and having that ability to step in and out of different hobbies and find other interests is really important to not driving yourself nuts because when you measure your success and happiness based on how one thing goes then you're bound to overreact when things when shit hits the fan inevitably and you're going to drive yourself nuts because already early on in the college season you, you you learn the lesson and it was a podcast episode we had last year called the highs and lows you know the highs and lows you get the high of the high and then you get some lows both individually as a team all that so having some other things that you can go to to always remind you you know there's there's other you find other joy is essential i'll tell you today again coming off now i heard myself i got some great roommates and one of the big emphasis i've had this year is the importance of just laughing which I always laugh, but like really making it a point is when you can just find some some laughter and humor and hearing yourself laugh will really shift your mood oh, in dude. a positive way. So hearing myself laugh a bit today with, with my roommates kind of made me be like, listen, we lost the game, got an off day, is what it is. 
keep it pushing, man. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a good point. If you're in an environment where it's you're having a tough time finding some humor, trying to have a good time, yeah, a you're either in the wrong place or um, you know you need to go watch some Jerry Seinfeld stand up right. or something like that. You know what I mean? I think laughter plays a huge factor in happiness. Um, but to backtrack to what you said, touching base on hobbies and off days, right? Um, being able to channel in and out your mind into two, you know, kind of two separate tasks, two separate, um, parts of your life. You know, your mind is probably the strongest muscle in your body, right? It's like you want to train that as much as you possibly can. And so being able to have the wherewithal to be able to channel in and out and, and essentially be able to reset your mindset, um, it's pretty damn important. I, I've been reading this book, um, The Toyota Way, and I know some people, you know, may or may not drive a Toyota. This is really making me want to buy my first car uh, as a Toyota Camry, um, but that's neither here nor there. Well, no, why? No, why is that? Why is that? Well, so the Toyota Way, right? It's all based off, predicated off this idea of the Toyota production system. Okay. And so the Toyota production system. Toyota was a company founded um, in, in such a manner by the founder um, used to make automated looms in China, right? And so over time, then they began to automate with engines, and then they got started to get into the automobile business. And they decided to find ways to match the productivity of Ford, right? Ford Motors. And that was the big automotive company kind of monopolizing the world's industry. And they were making mass volumes for, you know, like the Model T car, right? Where it's just like one model that half the freaking world has, right? Um, and then Toyota came, came up with this idea where this lean production system where being able to reduce as much waste as possible to become as, f- as efficient um, of a manufacturing process as possible um, with the idea of Kaizen, which is just constant improvement, like being able to implement um, constant QA, um, you know, check, act, and do um, check-ins, checkpoints, and QA processes throughout the whole cycle of your production system and kind of building this lean Um, paradigm of uh, lean manufacturing and so now right they're one of they essentially teach their competitors right Ford Motors General Motors um, their methods of madness and their idea is that hey let's we teach our competitors our methods that make us successful because you know you'd think hey what are you doing you're crazy because that's a industry secret you don't want to give that away it's your key to success well the founder goes we're only as good as the competition um, pushes us to be so we need to raise their level of play so that the competitive nature between the two brings the best out of each other and so it levels us up and if you look at the data and statistics Toyota is consistently uh, one of the most successful um automotive companies in the world. And so there's a lot, I'm just kind of mowing through the book right now, but 
it brings up a lot about just efficiencies, improvements, um, and being able to implement like this idea of um, Jadoka, where like in like you're always trying to um, you know add QAs and checks checkpoints to be able to improve um, your process, your workflow, and I think it applies into life too, right? Being able to find ways to um, you know make your life as efficient or effective as possible um, in different aspects of your life. So I'm starting to get some new perspectives. And I think, you know, just looking at the table we got here, right? Hobbies, right? Plasma cutting, reading books, note taking. You've been writing, you've been journaling for how many years now? Two, two years, yeah. What are the benefits you get out of that, do you think? It's a practice, is practices reflection, which is uh, measures growth uh, when you can look back on them. And it's a friend that, will always listen and doesn't talk back and you don't need to impress or try to say the right thing you just get it all out uh rather than you know having to filter yourself to someone else just me versus me yeah yeah buy stock and journals right now hell yeah hell yeah don't short the journal world baby um what else on your mind what do you want to talk about? I mean, we got that. I can't get off this pod right now. No, no, this is, this is sweet. good stuff. Um, what else is on my mind? Oh man, what, uh, what I've, I've been fucking working on this one essay for so long, and uh, but what it actually aligns with a day that just occurred. <laughs> Not to complain about the essay, it's it's uh, related to a book we're reading in American woman's writers class. And it deals with the issue of PTSD, uh, which is associated with, often associated with veterans coming home from war. With that being said, last week was Veterans Day. want to give a shout out to all the veterans, if we have any shout veterans out. or people who listen whose families veterans. Yep. Thank you for their service. Uh, a couple of years ago... In a class at Nobles, I had to interview a Vietnam War veteran, and luckily enough, my uncle knew one who's from our town, and I interviewed him, and it changed my whole perspective on what going to war is really like and the appreciation, respect, and humanization of veterans and how important that is. But what he said and what is also basically rounds out my whole essay is that oftentimes for soldiers it is harder coming home from war than it is being deployed because you're a part of something you for a while people are relying on you you're relying on others and you come home and people view it as hey you did your job you're not really useful anymore. And that, that was a struggle. The guy I interviewed years ago, Joe Perna, unbelievable guy, talked about that when he came home from Vietnam. He just felt so ostracized from society. And that's what ultimately you get people, leads to PTSD, leads to alcohol misuse, um, you know, all kinds of mental health issues. So luckily there's a ton of resources that, are available today but this book i'm reading is dealing with uh, someone coming home from war world war ii so you can imagine back then there were not as many readily resor- readily available resources so anyway 
uh, happy Veterans Day. Shout out to all our veterans. Happy Veterans Day. Um, and yeah, I'm, essay's due tonight at midnight, and I'm just about done. So that's been on my mind way too much, but no way. it'll sound, be good to get done. Sounds like a little eye-opener. Sounds like it is an eye-opener. It was uh, it was a few years ago, and I kind of it all came back to me. And so I actually used my interview as a source in this essay. That's dope. So, um, yeah, yeah, I just changed the, the the importance of bridging the gap, the disconnect that soldiers feel in returning home, the disconnect they feel from society can be bridged with empathy when we hear the experience of these people and what it was really like empathy bridges the gap uh, a very important thing for us to have with each other because you know it's a battle out here yeah no i think i think you what you just mentioned brings up another good point i feel like i say that every freaking time i speak it brings up a good point but um the idea of having being able to reach out and talk to people with different perspectives yeah right? if you stay oh, within yeah. your same friend group you you know you get into this loop of kind of the problem of kind of what the world is at it's like you're stubborn to what you've been around your whole life. You have no idea what the other side's like. And that's what the other side's thinking about. And that's where you have clash and conflict and um, problems among others. But um, being able to like talk to and have thorough conversations about other people's experiences that you would otherwise have no idea about. Right. Um, it's pretty fruitful because it makes you all the wiser. Um especially being able to have that just like sole interview opportunity. You know yeah. what I mean? That's pretty dope. Yeah, right. It, it gives you a greater level of respect too, especially if someone you might disagree with. Sometimes you just got to hear real experiences. Like he talked about when he came home from war. He Vietnam War was obviously very polarizing. People thought, you know, America had no business being there, and in many regards they didn't. But – he had no say in that. He's just doing his job. He gets deployed. He's got to go. He's 19 years old. There's nothing he can do about it. He gets home from the war, and I think it was on his car. He had like a, a, a you know veteran sticker on the back. He's in the car with a couple of his friends. It was like a convertible. Someone in the car next door rolls down their window, spits on him, and was like calls him a baby killer. Jesus His Christ. two friends get out of the car, beat the bag out of the guy. <laughs> um, that's good friendship right there. But the point is that if this guy had heard, had had the chance to have the interview that I had with this guy, there's not a prayer in the world he would respond that way. But people don't really understand what it's like until you're willing to listen to, to other people's perspective or experiences because we all jump to conclusions and generalizations. And it's just bad. I feel like I, I used to do it too, but it, you open yourself up to way more people from different walks of life, different backgrounds, different viewpoints that you can still connect with and ultimately just find respect for, even if you don't always agree. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's, it's definitely a, a story that people need to hear because I also think that some people just don't have the mental aptitude to want to hear other people's stories and other people's perspectives. It's like we soak in so much information now just through social media and it's like 
we're always getting fed a lot of junk to the point when something real comes down your way. It's like people yeah. are like, it's it's a little harder to grasp. I actually need to have a conversation with it instead of just being able to just start scrolling. I actually, a couple of days ago, I deleted Instagram. Um, obviously, it hurts my ability to post on more than different, but uh, I, um, I deleted it because... I've recently watched The Social Dilemma. Oh, you did? Yeah, I, I did. watched that. That's yeah, crazy, right? It is. I like how they I like how they had like three guys acting as if like they're the controllers of Instagram and like yeah. they're essentially like you're possessed and they're just controlling your mind. They're oh, like, yeah. "Oh, let's ping him with the notification because um, you know, we need him back in the system." Yeah. And then the, and then all of a sudden like, let's feed him a couple more posts. And then as soon as they get like the fourth post of him scrolling, they're like, all right, let's bid, let's bid an ad just to try and run the dollars up. And, and so it's just feeding junk based off of, um, you know, what you think our dopamine's going to get our fix from. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what, <laughs> that opened my, that opened my mind. And I thought of it as a con competition between myself and like the guys trying to control me, the little guys yeah. and I'm like, fuck them. They fucking got me. Um, but then, um, I got the better half of it. So I deleted Instagram. I've been going a couple days now with it. It's, it's nice. I start scrolling through Twitter though, just to just get through it, but it's not as detrimental as Instagram. No, you know I agree. I, mean? I, I go on Twitter too and I don't feel as bad. I, as, yeah. Instagram just, I, I watched Social Dilemma a couple of years ago, and it is crazy how even just the whole iPhone is designed to um, trap you. You know, it looks like its own world. It's all colorful. All the apps have these intriguing appearances to them. That's why on an episode a while back, I mentioned how one of my strategies when we were looking at, at one of our episodes about cutting down screen time, I forget what it was called, but... um you can go in your settings. I don't know the exact steps, but you can make your phone look black and white. And what that does is it makes the phone look like it's dead. So naturally looking at a black and white screen, you're less inclined to want to go on the phone rather than when it's all lit up, all these colors, the apps look very enticing to click on. If you make it black and white, you're probably less likely to use it, but yeah, I've still been on, I've been on, I told you I've been off Snapchat since the start of college, sophomore year, and that's been great, but nice. still on IG. I would love to get off it, especially when you're getting pinged left and right, but um, yeah, I, I don't think it's a bad thing, honestly. Like, I wouldn't recommend people to delete it. I'd only recommend them to delete it if it's taking away time from, you know, hobbies that people would actually participate in. Like if people see themselves just scrolling, um, in their bed at like 2 PM in the afternoon for like an hour straight, it's like, yeah, that's you know, an issue. you probably should be doing something else. You know what I mean? End of the night or just like as soon as you get home from work, I get it. You know what I mean? Just like on the bus, I get it. But like, as soon as you find yourself just not being a victim to just scrolling on your phone with, instead of doing something that you actually enjoy outside of that then it's like all right are you gonna you know when you have kids are you gonna be the the, the dad scroll on your phone while you're trying to raise right. your you don't even i think about it like that it's like we all are like oh the new generation but don't you want to be like your parents as far as how they raised you yeah you know what i mean like point. i don't want i don't want my kid to look up at me and be like why is dad scrolling on his phone 
six hours a day. Yeah. It's like, well, I didn't, we didn't see that of our parents ever. You know what I mean? So I, I, you know, I think at some point it's going to have to shut off for myself as far as social media goes. But yeah, it's a good point. I mean, even just with the, the new podcast equipment, it was like you hit a crossroads at some point where, all right, at some point we got to make an investment in or an upgrade here. So we did it. It's like at some, it was inevitable, either that or the, we're going to have to just stop doing this because we're, we're doing these over the past few years and it's, you know, slow growth, but it's like, all right, this is not the recipe for ascension here. So we invested in some new equipment. Similarly, you look at like social media and some of the habits you have, certainly for myself. And I think about it and I'm like, at some point I'm going to have this epiphany where it's like, okay, I got to put a halt to this. Now, step one for me, was like Snapchat. Then it's like, all right. So if you know, at some point, it's something you're going to have to confront. Why not? Why not get ahead of it? I've sometimes in order to build good habits, we have to break our bad habits. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think, I think we fall into this role where we try and talk about, oh, uh, you know, maximum efficiency of life is how you maximize your own potential. At the same time, maximizing your own potential is also about having a good time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, take like taking the stress off. Like, what, you know, get your get your people you care about together and, and go enjoy yourself, I think. And I just told my roommates that I'm going to try and host a, an ugly sweater uh, party in December just because I think we need it. I'm so into the holiday spirit, man. Like, oh, can't I'm with you. I, wait I'm till. no, I'm reluctant to ever play Christmas music till December 1, but I am itching oh. to play it, dude. I am oh. itching because it, uh, I'm with you. The holiday is not, I'm like just, it. I'm so in it, man. I, I've been, you know, getting in this habit of actually taking cold showers makes me like the colder weather more because now my body's used to cold. And so when I walk outside, I'm like, not as cold, and I kind of enjoy it. And then knowing that in two weeks from now we have Thanksgiving, um, and then after that it's like a week. The holiday spirit. You got the Christmas lights throughout the city. You got Christmas movies. You got Christmas parties. Christmas Eve. (laughs) Yeah, too soon. And then obviously for those who don't celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, (laughs) and, and beyond, obviously. The holidays in the winter time is just, some might say unmatched, although Thanksgiving might be my favorite holiday. It's definitely one of the most underrated ones. Um, I'm a big stuffing guy myself, stuff with gravy. Yeah. Um, so day. fired up for that. But nevertheless, well, let's let's try and wrap this up. So we got a couple announcements, right? We got the scholarship. We already have a couple entries, couple applicants. Um, we're going to try and release that before the end of this year. So get your applications in ASAP um, before we start reaching out to schools to get students to apply. Um, you know, I mean, this is our second year doing it. So it's real money, right? We, we gave them away to two perfect applicants last year, right? Authentic, not perfect. Not perfect. Um, but look, you know, anybody has a chance to win. Um, just write your essay. Talk about how you are more than different, how you are authentic and ambitious. Um just speak from the heart. You know what I mean? Be you, be authentic. Um, and may the best man or woman win. So yeah, go, go. So that's on more than different.com. Click on the tabs, see more than different scholarship. There also should be right in the banner up top. 
click on that, you'll see the application. Get those in. It really isn't a, isn't a ton we're asking, but you know, do some reflecting and write a damn good essay. And I can't wait to read them all. And we'll have other people reading as well, so that we have some. There, there's no bias. So even if you are a friend of ours, friend of the pod, get those applications in. You know, well, just because you know us well doesn't mean you are not eligible. You certainly are. And anything else not quite we're just continuing to chip away i know we haven't had a ton of of consistency with uh you know our social media activity our podcast we've been doing some behind the scenes stuff really gearing up for the coming year kind of re kind of reassessing our business model and how we can build a clothing juggernaut a podcast machine and come on give me something give me something and just a yeah. array of articulate profound and poignant blogs this masterpiece of a business yeah so hey we uh we're slowing down the train a little bit um what you can do is you can go on to more than different.com um we don't have the hoodies on right now you can get yourself an og classic um hoodie in all the colors everybody loves. Um, and then my, my favorite right now, um, one of my favorites is the classic, the hat I got on right now, the emblem. Um, we have plenty of these in stock. The rope. And these, the rope hats uh, with the classic emblem logo. Um, this one will go down in the books. And I think, yeah, 20 years from now, you know, people will probably be reselling this for you know, 20,000 probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? Resale value sure. is going to go through the roof. I'd say if you get them now. Um, so, you know, they age like fine wine. So get yourself something, you know, if you got a bald spot, get yourself a hat, right? If you had a tough haircut, you know, and you got to wait three weeks, get yourself a hat. You know what I mean? Um, if you got a mullet, if you got long hair, you need the flow, get yourself a hat, right? Right. If you're bald, maybe get, get yourself, yourself a hat. hat. Yep. You know what I mean? So feel that out. Check out the website, morethandifferent.com. The holidays are right around the corner, right? Make sure you get something for your friends, family, loved ones, grab gift, whatever it is. They're going to love it. Um, we're going to start getting creative, people. We're going to start getting creative. We're going to try and span our business um, to find some better manufacturing partners to stay consistent um, and be true to our customer base. Um, and I think it's, you know, although we don't have a strong definition for it, I think it's pretty wide. Um, and you know, I think we're going to reach a lot of, a lot of different people in the new year, but I think this podcast is the step we needed in yeah. the right direction. Big time. I'm glad we, uh, I made my way over to selfie. Hopefully the business card is paying for my Uber back, uh, <laughs> to campus and you can expense that <laughs> and we'll keep these things coming. Share this with a friend. Let them know. Tell them to join the pod if you're a consistent listener. This is for you. This is something new. This should be an enhanced listening experience, hopefully an enhanced viewing experience, and we'll only get better the more we do these. So between now, we probably won't have an episode between now and Thanksgiving. We might, but if not, happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful for our MTD faithful and sending our best to everyone's family out there with an, uh, wishing a healthy and happy Thanksgiving. Well said. All right. 
MTD. Till next time. Peace. Peace.